ahead of the elections gujarat is seeing fierce campaigning by the political parties along with bjp and congress aap is also making it to the headlines with their election engagement what has been interesting is the political trajectory of three candidates who are all well known to the masses they are hardik patel alpesh thakur and jignesh mewani in this podcast we decode the career trajectory of the three leaders we also talk about the decision of patel and thakur to turn against the bjp and the way the three leaders are campaigning Hello and welcome to the BL podcast. Today I'm joined by Purnima Joshi who will talk to us about the three youth candidates from Gujarat. Hardik Patel, Alpesh Thakur and Jignesh Mewani are young leaders who started to gain popularity at similar times but their career hasn't grown the same way. Can you tell us about them? We have to go back to 2017 which is when these three leaders made a big mark. the congress which has been floundering in uh, gujarat for a while got revitalized the most important one among them was hardik patel who kind of led this uh, the agitation for providing reservation to the partidars who are a community who created the bjp in gujarat in response to mother singh sodanki's uh, sort of caste alignment in favor of the congress in the 1980s partidars were upset for a whole lot of reasons and uh, they wanted reservation they created a an organization called pass and uh, hardik was their their face and so he led this agitation and he was pretty young at that time he couldn't himself contest elections but uh, it was a very anti bjp uh, he was literally tracking narendra modi pass was act like a political party they had their own t-shirts and uh, slogans and flags and so on this was obviously helping the congress although the congress's vote share last time was much less than the bjp 41% as compared to 49 that the bjp got uh, but they got a lot of seats in gujarat 77 seats and in saurashtra which is where the bjp has been winning for a long time it was a complete reversal in favor of the congress so the bjp managed to sort of uh, rescue the election by micromanaging in surat uh, surat is also a partidar dominated area but the bjp managed to break through there they very narrowly managed to win that election so hardik was important that way uh then there was alpesh thakur who was consolidating the kshatriyas and uh, and jignesh mavani has been is a little bit different from these two youngsters jignesh is a is a dalit activist he's dalit himself but he's a scholarly uh, fellow and uh, left oriented he contested that election as an independent but the congress didn't field a candidate against him and he won so they were independent but they later joined the congress Hardik in fact became the acting president of the congress in Gujarat but for a whole host of reasons Hardik and Alpesh have now sided with the BJP and uh, Jignesh is now the acting president of the congress in Gujarat and he's again contesting uh, from Vadgaon on a congress ticket this time whereas these two uh, people are contesting from Virangam and uh, Gandhinagar West on the BJP ticket So the trajectory of these three young people will tell you how politics has unfolded in the last 5 years in Gujarat. Why did Hardik and Alpesh turned against Congress? Yeah, I mean not turned against there were a variety of reasons. Hardik has a lot of criminal cases against him. He has sedition charges against him. So to remain on the right side of things and that is how things have been functioning administrative apparatus have been functioning if you don't want to spend the rest of your life in jail you may as well join the bjp 
So Ardik has joined the BJP and he's no longer the same firebrand that he once was. Uh, Hardik was a was a very very charismatic uh, young leader. Uh, you know, in BJP, he's like anybody else because BJP has uh, has a whole host of other leaders. Prime Minister himself is leading the campaign there, so he no longer has that kind of attraction in Gujarat that he used to have. They're not denting the Congress in as much as they dented the BJP in uh, 2017. If you know what I mean. So recently, Jignesh Mewani turned into crowdfunding. How does that stand with the voters? Just reflects uh, how Congress is lacking in uh, resources as compared to the BJP, which is a resource-rich, uh, fund-rich party. But Jignesh, I met him in uh, Badgaon. He was clearly sort of uh, looking for people to fund his election. He is very sort of clean person. He is looking for people to to support him in the election. so and it's all above board he's sorted a, a thing for crowdfunding uh, you know which i think is a is a well activisty uh, mode of doing politics as as opposed to depending entirely on party funds which may or may not come more than all of that one has to look at what it says about the election of today for the bjp because uh, last time bjp was uh, on the back foot largely owing to the patidar agitation and also a lot of angst due to demonetization gst also there was anti incumbency even last time which is that well, but last time they were facing a real sort of uh, movement on the ground but uh, despite the fact that they spent five more years in power they've managed to stem this tide and uh, you know they've picked up these youngsters they've got them in their fold they've kind of neutralized them and uh, the movement on the ground has been killed and uh, despite the fact that the bjp is in power for the last 27 years there is no real force on the ground to actually articulate the uh, the anti incumbency or price rise or all these factors which could have gone against the bjp that kind of uh, movement you don't see on the ground so bjp has kind of subsumed these youngsters so of course there is amadi party on the ground you know which is running an, an energetic campaign but it's not like a people's movement which was the uh, which was the patidar reservation movement subsuming of these two youngsters alpesh and uh, tells you the story of how the bjp is so good at managing uh, discontent so people who, who could have created trouble for the bjp have all been neutralized it goes to show that someone like hardik patel and i've covered some of his rallies uh, last time he was so scathing about the prime minister and he was literally tracking him he would hold rallies 2 kilometers near where the prime minister will hold his rally and uh, he would uh, contradict everything that the prime minister says but despite that the bjp is rolled down the red carpet for him so that's good for the bjp and uh, hardik i don't think he had too too many options and he's not ideological in the way jignesh mawani is jignesh mawani is uh, is a left oriented activist so he uh, he campaigned there so even now he has plans to do agitational politics on the ground to bring out the fishers in the in the caste also talk about inequalities in the society so he's a different kind of youngsters so i'm going back to crowdfunding once again so is this the first time a major party is uh, going towards crowdfunding for elections in gujarat yeah so this is uh, this is a first that is being done in gujarat 
Jukesh. I don't know of anyone who's doing it in this election except him. Um, so now a little about Alpesh. So he was a strong voice of the Ekta Manch. So what made him turn to BJP? I think we have you have already briefed about it, but in, in, in detail. You see, Alpesh uh, was leading a Kshatriya grouping in Gujarat. He contested elections as well. He hogged the headlines when he ran an aggressive movement against liquor, liquor addiction in his community, in among the Thakurs, and formed the OBC SCST Ekta Manch in 2016. He was, in fact, countering Hardik Patel's Patidar Kota demand. You know, he targeted the BJP for its ineffective liquor ban policy, uh, I mean, he basically put the government on notice saying, if you if you don't stop illegal liquor, liquor is banned in Gujarat. He said, if you don't stop them, then we are going to do janta dates. Then uh, while he was running this campaign, he joined the Congress. Here. And there was a lot of show of strength at that time. There was a mega gathering of supporters and so on. He, at that point, said he was going to campaign for the Congress. And he claimed that 20 lakh fam- families have told us that they need to enter politics and join Congress. So then the Congress fielded him uh, from Radhanpur, which was earlier represented by the BJP. Alpesh won by a huge uh, sort of uh, mandate. But he also sort of within the Congress, he was a bit of an anomaly. He's a, uh, attracted controversies like, you know, he ran a campaign against migrant laborers. He showed uh, a preference for the BJP in the Rajya Sabha polls. And then he joined the BJP uh, officially in 2019. He, he has lost subsequently a lot of community support. This time, if you look at it, look at how much ground he has lost. I mean, the person who was claiming 20 lakh family support. Now he has to run to a safe constituency. Uh, this is a BJP stronghold and he now has to depend on the BJP to, to make him win the election. Whereas he had won on his own strength to kind of uh, win the election from Radhanpur. He defeated the BJP candidate there. Yeah, so that is the trajectory of Alpesh Thakur. So what I'm saying is that they've lost a lot of heft. Not all the three. Jignesh has grown in stature, in fact. He has stuck to uh, his side of politics uh, as compared to Alpesh and uh, Hardik, who opposed the BJP so virulently and then joined the BJP. So it's good for the BJP, but not very good for Alpesh and Hardik, uh, both of them, who have lost their community support. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you listeners for listening to us. Please stay tuned until we get back to you in another podcast. This is Jay Priyanka signing off.